0: welcome. It is episode 140 of Here to Thrive, talking about how to get off the hedonic treadmill. The hedonic treadmill or hedonic adaptation is a term that you might have heard thrown around in psychology or self-help or personal development circles from time to time. This podcast is a quick overview of the concept of the hedonic treadmill as it pertains to our overall sense of well-being and happiness. So, I'm going to define it as well as talk about how you can avoid getting stuck in the trap of always seeking and yet never truly arriving at a sense of happiness. Stay tuned. Welcome to Here to Thrive. I'm your host, Kate Snowwise. This is a podcast for people who are ready to step up and live a happier life. It's for those of us who are dedicated to understanding ourselves and getting the best that we can out of this thing called life. It's a mix of psychology and modern spiritual thought, always with a focus on practical advice so that you can take it back and apply it to your own life. I don't believe we're here to merely survive, I truly believe. We're here to thrive, so let's get going. Quick introduction, if you are new to the podcast and don't know me, I'm the host, Kate Snowwise. I'm an executive coach and also run corporate workshops around stress, resilience, well-being, so if you'd like to learn more about me, you can head to thrive.how. I also want to note how much your reviews mean to me for the podcast. If Here to Thrive has helped you in some way, it would mean so very much to me if you could take a quick moment now to go and write a review and click that rating button. It really helps other potential listeners find the podcast. And well, you know, we could all do with a little bit more thriving if you ask me. But without further ado, let's start talking the hedonic treadmill. Like, what is it? Going back to the words from Seneca in an essay to his brother, I think he puts this concept pretty well when he says, All men, brother Gallio, wish to live happily, but are dull at perceiving exactly what it is that makes life happy. Our instincts often set us a little bit astray when it comes to happiness. I see the hedonic treadmill as a mechanism that keeps us stuck in that sense of not-enoughness. It's the idea of, I'm not there yet, or I still need something else, or I'm still craving more. It's a drive that traps us ultimately in a sense of lack with the odd fleeting hit of satisfaction and happiness, just enough to keep us motivated to pursue more. Hedonic comes from the word hedonism. If you Google search, it will simply tell you that hedonism is the pursuit of pleasure. And that's what we're talking about here. The hedonic treadmill is when you get stuck in an ever-increasing roundabout race to try and feel that sense of pleasure. I personally like to think of it as a human on a hamster wheel, just going round and around in circles. Sonia Lombromisky is a positive psychologist and researcher, and she found that we have a happiness set point. And if we're unaware, we will typically return to that baseline sense of happiness, regardless of our circumstances. The treadmill analogy works because it highlights that you may be running, but you're ultimately not going anywhere when it comes to your sense of happiness. It is that cliche of believing that you'll be happy when, the idea that the grass is greener over there, but then you get there and find that that sense of joy and satisfaction was completely fleeting. You've basically just done another circle on the treadmill in the pursuit of pleasure. Coming back to my hamster wheel idea, the problem is that the more momentum you get, the faster you have to run to keep up, right? Have you ever been on one of those things? They have one in the playground in New Zealand when I go and visit my mum. And the more momentum you get, the faster you have to run just to stay upright. This is the crux of the issue when it comes to hedonic adaption, which is another term for the hedonic treadmill theory. The more you get, the more you need to keep feeling that sense of pleasure. Now, I'm sure you can see how this would start to apply to life. It's ultimately about the pursuit of external pleasure. We start out, for example, in a cute little flat with our roommates and not too much, and we're totally happy there. And then we go and get a nice house, and we don't believe we could possibly go back to that simple life that we had that would be far too uncomfortable. That's an example of hedonic adaption. Or we focus on the goal of getting that promotion and all that comes with it. Thank you, bigger paycheck. But when we arrive, we find that we're not anywhere near as happy as we imagined we would be. And so ultimately, we feel pulled to just set another goal and keep climbing, keep running, keep pursuing. It's that never-ending rat race of the more you get, the more you want, And the faster and harder you have to run to get it. Like when you think about it, there is no wonder that so many of us are burned out and exhausted, right? Running faster and faster for the same hit of happiness. It's tiring. Ultimately, I see the hedonic treadmill as a case of focusing on external things and the hope that that will sustain our happiness, which is a human instinct. We're built to seek pleasure where we can. So I just want to highlight how normal this is. It is our default programming and there is nothing wrong with you. The only thing worth noting is that ultimately, if we subscribe and roll through our life this way completely unconsciously, the issue is that it's only going to lead to these fleeting moments of satisfaction, not that real and lasting fulfillment that we ultimately crave. So why is this even useful to know? Why is it useful to contemplate this whole theory of the hedonic treadmill? Because ultimately, if we know this is our natural tendency, but it may not be for our highest good, that's when we have the power to make choices to help balance the adaption process out. It's kind of like being in on the game and realizing that you can still play, but you don't have to get so hung up on the outcomes, so hung up on what running on this treadmill is going to give you. It gets a little more fun. So knowing about this process can help you bring your expectations into line and also make sure that you prioritize what really matters to you. Going back to Sonia Labrumski, she found that 50% of our happiness was likely explained by that happiness set point, kind of like a default. That an additional 10% is impacted by our external circumstances. But people, only 10%. And that leaves a whopping 40% that we can impact by choosing behaviors that align with longer lasting forms of happiness and internal fulfillment. So if the driving force behind the hedonic treadmill is pleasure, we need to recognize that ultimately, what we really want is to feel happy and fulfilled, rather than just that pleasurable sense of happiness, which leads us to the practicalities. How do we get off the hedonic treadmill? What can we do differently to avoid just being in this endless pursuit of pleasure that ultimately just has us running harder and harder and faster and faster just to get to another little hit? Here's some ideas. First, I should note, self-awareness, I truly believe is key here. You cannot make conscious choices about your life without being able to observe yourself and recognize when you might be falling prey to the endless pursuit of external hits of happiness. This is a recurring theme of mine. I go on and on about self-awareness, but I strongly believe in building this into your life, that we all need a space for self-reflection if we're going to live the most fulfilling version of our lives. Now, whether that is journaling, therapy, coaching, or other forms of personal development, they all help. You simply need to have the space and ability to step back and reflect on where you are, the actions that you're taking, and what you really want in life. Do they marry up? So self-awareness, you have to be able to step back and view your life from that higher perspective. The second thing, variety. Don't just stick to the same level of lifestyle or the same routines all the time. You are going to adapt to them. You numb out and you will become immune to the joy they could be bringing you. Now this could be as simple as going camping for a week and sleeping on the hard ground. I don't doubt that you'll come home and appreciate your soft carpet and mattress more. In saying that, The variety and the ability to be out in nature will likely highlight to you how much beauty there is in the world as well. So there are different things to appreciate in each circumstance, but the variety will help you avoid falling into that unconscious trap of adaptation or taking things for granted. Totally speaking from personal experience here, my husband and I were lucky enough to get a very simple little one room shack on a lake this year and every time i go there i am delighted and appreciative of the water in nature and the simple life and yet every time i come home i'm so grateful for my hot wonderful shower and the soft carpet under my feet the snuggliness of our couches in our home perspective people Perspective is key and variety can help break us out of that numbing that can come from adaptation. Savoring is another idea from positive psychology. This one again requires awareness. If, for example, you buy yourself a nice fancy coffee every day, this likely started out as something that you really savored and enjoyed, something that bought you that sense of happiness. But then you quickly adapt and it becomes just an unconscious and underappreciated part of your daily routine. By bringing a level of awareness to that daily coffee, you can suck more joy out of it. This is savoring those moments. Seriously, why not say thank you coffee when you take that first sip and just take a little moment to marinate in the joy of that tiny Sip a coffee and enjoy it. I swear it'll taste better. I bet you it will. So, savoring, having enough awareness to not run through your days unconsciously, but being more mindful to appreciate those small, simple pleasures. Finally, another way that you can aid yourself in getting off the hedonic treadmill is to create a values-based life. I believe wholeheartedly in the power of creating our lives from the foundation of our personal values. This allows us to live more authentic, personally grounded and fulfilling lives that are less likely to be impacted on by the expectations of other people and that external pursuit of happiness. This is the pursuit of the meaningful rather than the pleasurable. If you are particularly interested in this, I do have a values guide that you can purchase on my website. It's thrive.how, should still be down the bottom of the main page to help you get started with this. And I spend time on this with almost all of my coaching clients because it is that foundational. Of course, I believe in my work, but you can start living a values-based life without me holding your hand or anyone else for that matter. Knowing your personal values allows you to use them to make guided and sound decisions that align with what you really need to feel fulfilled in life. I say that they can act as scaffolding to keep us centered in life and tapped into the more gratifying forms of fulfillment. So wrapping up, the hedonic treadmill is the idea that if we are left to our unconscious devices... We will tend towards seeking pleasure externally or looking for the world out there to make us happy. That's natural. The problem being that the more we get, the more we need. And the treadmill just keeps getting faster as we run around trying to get another hit of happiness. We can approach life differently though and tend towards behaviors, habits, and actions that will build in a deeper sense of happiness into our days. So that we can avoid being in that endless pursuit of happiness and rather feel more happiness and fulfillment in our days, weeks and years. I talked about developing our sense of self-awareness, ensuring we have variety in our lives and in our routines, being conscious of savoring those small little moments of joy and building our lives around what matters most to us or our personal values. These are all tactics that can help us get off the hedonic treadmill and stop running after happiness, but rather really enjoy our lives. And by gosh, no means is that an exhaustive list, but I hope it gives you a little food for thought today. We live in a very goal-based society, which is often obsessed with the outcome, but we can't overlook the journey So just remember our lives are happening now and if we're consistently just running, searching for that fleeting hit of happiness, that's ultimately not going to give us a deep down inner sense of fulfillment. Something to consider as you move through your days and your weeks. Bring that joy into your days. It's so worth it. My next guest interview is with Trisha Barker, and she had a near-death experience when she was in her early 20s. She's written a book called Angels in the OR and talks about her experience of being in that gap between worlds, what she saw and how she felt supported by the angels after that experience. Super interesting conversation and incredibly inspiring. Just what the world needs right now. So come back, subscribe if you haven't already. Tell your friends about Here to Thrive if you enjoy the podcast. And as I mentioned earlier, your ratings and reviews really do help the show out. Until next time, beautiful people. Keep turning towards the things that bring you that deeper sense of fulfillment and keep thriving. Keep thriving, beautiful people.